Hello, hello, hello. Traveling Talent Ministries presents Talk to Us Teamwork. Trying to stay up to par. Sorry if this is too loud. Trying to be up to par. Trying to stay up on that daggone uh, technology, y'all. This is what I'm learning from the time when I was 15. We didn't have all this daggone technology. You know, we wasn't cave people, but we have all the technology. But anyway, I'm trying to stay up. They have a site on Pluto. <clears throat> Did I say um Traveling Talent Ministries talk to us team and by your lovely host Terry J? Did I? I forgot to say that, didn't I? In the course of just being caught up into this technology show that um I watch on Pluto Tech. Keep up with things. So when you say something, you know, everybody always talk about grandma this, grandma that, and all that kind of stuff. And, oh, you know, you don't know nothing and all that mess. I'll be like, well, did you know? <laughs> you didn't know that, did you? Right now they're talking about vaccines for this uh, coronavirus. So I'm sorry to tell you, coronavirus, you don't have that much control over my life. Uh, God controls my life and only uh, my mom mother nature and father god <laughs> knows when i'm leaving this earth and uh not you i'm not taking nobody's test they not open me up no more none of that okay so i know i said um i'm gonna go through the years but it's to get to know me going through my teenage years uh, i know something um today i thought about now i might have been i think i was a little punk in elementary school <laughs> I think I was um, from the fourth grade from the first time I experienced a, uh, someone bullying me like that you call it now y'all make so much of a big deal out of it now it didn't seem like a big deal out of it um, to me then because um, <clears throat> what I did was made up my mind that um, I'm not going to be letting anybody hit me or do anything like that no more without me fighting back so I was a little punk at first in elementary school I believe but no I did fight in elementary school though um <laughs> my many stories that um my parents told me about me uh when I was a child um of getting put out of daycare. Um, I don't know if it's because I wanted them to pay attention to me or what the problem I I can't exactly <laughs> remember right now. But it was something to that nature and I was probably being bad, stuff like that. But yeah, um, let's see, um, that and um, shoving some paper. I was in the second grade and I remember shoving some paper down in a boy's uh, mouth because he was getting on my nerves. And um, uh, my teacher name was Miss Valentine's when he was living in Southeast. <laughs> I just was remembering all my little stuff <laughs> that I did um, when I was young, back when I was, you know, in elementary school when I thought I was a little punk, but you just, I guess you just had to make me mad. Cause that time, that, that second grade situation, that boy was getting on my freaking nerves. And my, my uh, broomstick teacher, Miss Valentine, praise her and bless her heart. She's probably, you know, dead now, but you know, that's what we used to call her anyway, because of the, <laughs> cause how skinny she was and whatever. I remember doing that in um, second grade, stuffing that tape down in boy's face. And then, um, let me make sure this ain't up too loud. I don't know if sound too loud. But and then um when I did that that day, I forgot what he was doing, but he was doing nothing with me. 
um, I did that to him. Um, my teacher had to stop me or whatever, like, because he got my damn nerves. And um, in third grade, I remember fighting this girl named Della. She was a Dutch oriental, like Dutch oriented type girl. She was white. But uh, after we fought, I, I scratched her face on the side three times. I made sure she knew I was there. And she talking about I can fight people from in the front and in the back and, you know, doing all this stupid stuff. And I, it's amazing the stuff that I remember. But, yeah, I remember her doing that and, um, you know, talking about she can fight from front and from the back and all this kind of stuff. So, anyway, her friends boosted her up to, to fight me. So, I whipped her ass and left three little scratches on her face and, um, you know, let her know it was really good, um, you know. I don't know who beat or who won, but I know one thing. She knew I was there. <laughs> so she knew when she looked at that, she'd think about how she got it. Because I did try to scratch her three, on the side of her face three times. Three fingers. I had three fingers going for scratching when I got in a uh, fight with her in the third grade. And then after that, we were friends and everything. And she showed me where she lived. And we chatted a little bit on the phone a couple of times after. I think we even wrote a letter or two after she moved far away or something like that or something like that. But then I haven't heard from her again. I sure would like to, uh, you know, you know, if she was alive, see her again or whatever like that. You know, that would be, you know, nice, a nice recap, you know, of, you know, I don't know what she was trying to prove. But, yeah, I thought I was a little punk in, in elementary school. And now that I think about it, <laughs> like I said, you had to make me mad. So, yeah, but that's how I remember fighting men. I remember in the fourth grade, somebody slapped me, and I didn't do nothing. I was at the water fountain, and um, she slapped me for some reason. I don't know what the reason was. And I went and ran in the corner in the classroom and sat down on the floor and just sat there for a minute. And then I noticed that as the day went past or stuff like that, and she tried to get her little friends to try to come and hit me and all that kind of stuff, too. So I was like, nah, something's got to give. No, hell no. I, I ain't going to this shit, this thing. Nah, fuck that. It's not going to keep happening. Excuse my language. But I did think I unlocked um, this physic language. So every now and then I might, I might cuss. I do love God, and God loves me. So... But yeah, um, I, you know, was about to decide and then, okay, so that went past and I got past out of the situation, I guess, where, you know, the little friends were trying to hit me because I wasn't going for that from everybody. Well, like, no, nah, I ain't going ain't to just keep, you know, blah, blah, blah. Somehow never that came out of the way. And, um, and then it was um, the last time, sixth grade, Norma, we used to call her Pops, T-O-P-S. She had a lot of sisters and brothers. I think I'm not mistaken. I probably know she probably was having sex. I'm sure. Um, I know I wasn't. <laughs> I still did. But um, but 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 yeah. Um, was at a volleyball game in gym, and I guess I didn't uh, call do the right play call. And um, I guess it was one that she didn't like, and she decides to come punch in your face when you get out of the school. So yeah, that was the last punch in the face. She punched me in the face. I ain't do nothing. Because, of course, I was scared of, I remember somebody was with her, this little girl, used to go, Simon Elementary in Southeast, and her name was Ramona Barber. She was a light-skinned girl, kind of slim. Whatever, she was like the agitator, I guess. And her pop were good friends or whatever like that. Her normal were good friends or whatever. I don't know if she agitated the pop or not or whatever, but that was the last person I let punch in me in my damn face because I decided, oh, hell no. This, no, this night, I'm not going into junior high school with this. Motherfuckers think they're going to be, you know, just popping off any time they feel like it. Just, you know, at least in their stress. You know? <laughs> no, 
I made up my mind right then and there. That was the last time. I got in junior high school, Robert Goddard, that's when we moved to Palmer Park when I was 12 or 13. Got in the seventh grade. Moved. I went to Robert Goddard. I made in my mind, anybody want to fight me, I'm going to fight them back. I don't care who it is or whatever like that. I bullied a couple of people, but I cut that out because I was like, you know, that's not cool. But, um, yeah, because they had white kids and everything there at that school. So, you know, like I said, we was living in Palmer Park. Um, Ray Leonard Court, Sugar Ray Leonard Court. My dad knew Sugar Ray Leonard, too, and his brother, Roger Leonard. Yeah, and um, like I said, no, I ain't being on whoever won fights. So I think I think I remember fighting. I think once at school, and once around the neighborhood on the street. And uh, that's all I had to do. Now the first fight off the bus when I was I think I was about thirteen. I was in seventh grade, so I was probably twelve. I don't think I I'm trying to figure out if I ever stayed back. I think I may have stayed back once. I'm I'm not sure. I probably did. <laughs> but I, I wouldn't take it ever back because hey, it taught me. It, it has me, you know, being the open, uh, open-minded person, optimistic. I mean, enthusiastic, confident person that I am today. And all the minutes together, make sure I'm saying the right words. But yeah, um, she was about. She was her name was Felicia, and um, we was yeah. That was the first fight. Jane Haskell, Robert Goddard. And I decided she was a she was a tomboy. And for some reason, she wanted to fight me. I don't know why. I guess she felt like, you know, back then, you know, you do stuff like that, I guess, to feel like you have something to prove to the rest of your friends you hang out with, I guess. And because I probably wouldn't bother nobody. And everybody was cool with me or whatever like that. And for some reason, she wanted to fight me. So anyway, I, and I earned a black eye from her. But I still put her back now. We went for like toe-to-toe like niggas because my dad did teach us how to fight. And he ain't had a whole bunch of boys, but he did teach his girls everything he probably would have told his boys if he had something. He had a stepson, so I'm sure he told, he told him my brother a lot of things, too, from four years old all the way up to, you know, till he died. So, yeah, so even though my dad died before him, but still, you know who his dad is, not his, his, his real dad. Um. Anyway, so, yeah, he told us how to fight. Yeah, he's going to it, so I earned a little black eye because um, dude killer on the bus gave her some brass knuckles. I guess she wanted to cheat, but I learned after that, later after that, that there's no uh, fair game in fighting. Uh, fighting is fighting. I mean, you got to do what you got to do and use what you got to use to get the point across, whatever whatever point she was trying to make. So um, I still fought her back and we got off the bus. And somehow we got that broke up and I'm, she ain't never bothered me no more. Some other people tried to come at me back. They ain't want it because they seen that I, you know, stood up to her. I didn't, you know, bow down to her, even though she did got one little good, good lick on me or whatever like that, whatever like that. And she might not have had anything to show for anything, but they still saw that I, you know, stood up to her and I, you know, went toe to toe, you know, I still fought her back and wore my black eye to school. And that's what I got co- commented for the most. I don't understand why, but... <laughs> came to school. My father was not going for us, not going to school. It was just wasn't happening. So yeah, I had to go to school. And then even one time that he, he um that we had stayed out of school over um what's that what's that girl name uh, that used to live at the end of the class? I want to say Cassandra, but I want to say her name began with an S. But anyway, he was over her house one day. And he tried to play like when he, uh you know he was at school and he tore our butt up. 
I think that was, I told you I was about 12, 13, 7th grade. So I was about 12, 13, whatever. You know, we stayed over to Sandra House or whatever that girl name was. But, um, but yeah, um, I fought her back and wore my little black eye to school. And uh, that was that. I mean, you know, ain't nobody really bothered me in school. Now, I had to um, whoop some ass on the street uh, around Palmer Park because this girl named T.C. decides that she wants to show her friends how brave and courageable she is, you know. For some reason or another, I do believe I had a problem with jealousy at a young age, you know. I took pretty good care of myself, and you know, my father and mother had principles. My mother never smoked a drink a day in her life, um, and my father, he was just crazy. He did everything. <laughs> he did, he did smoke before, he did drink before, he did chew dope before, he did, you know, he did all that kind of crazy stuff before he got sober, and you know, changed his life around. So all of us had some of our dad in us. So anyway, I had to whoop her ass. My cousin Lisa came over, my uncle Eddie's daughter. My mother's brother's daughter, and yeah, we, she came over to visit the house in Palmer Park and blah, 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 and she come around there with her friends and da-da-da, and decided she wants to fight. She didn't know my cousin was going to be there, though. My cousin, she, she get me out with that, which she did. She, like, she, I mean, she was, like, talking smack, talking shit, and, and it was, like, maybe probably five or six of them and other people standing around wanting to watch the fight or whatever like that. I mean, you should have the shit she was talking. I mean, and they were obliging by it, and they were not, you know, going past what she was, what she was saying. Because <laughs> she first off started, like, I ain't going to be no jumping out here today. Ain't none of y'all going to jump my cousin. Uh, you want to fight her, you going to fight her one-on-one. Ain't nobody jumping. If I see anybody swing, I'm swinging at all y'all. She was saying shit like that. Oh, my God. But, of course, they knew she was from D.C. And they know in D.C. we don't be playing. We don't really do too much talking. We're going to do something. We're going to do it. You know, we're doing a whole bunch of talking and all that kind of shit. So that's why I think everybody was, you know, kind of following and abiding by the rules because, you know, they was like, well, you know, okay, she want to fight it for you. Because they came around and jumped me. They wanted to jump me anyway. And I've always carried uh, protection with me at all ages. Uh, and when I started hanging out anyway, especially then, I was always carrying something with me, so <laughs> you think that y'all is going to manipulate or take advantage or blah, 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 in any kind of way. I'm sorry, it's not going to happen. <laughs> My daddy told me that, too. <laughs> uh, yeah, he had no boys, but shit, you might as well say he had six boys. <laughs> I mean, of course, there were some of us that are timid and shy and don't, you know, be fighting and doing all that kind of stuff. It was a few of us, but I've learned that there was a lot more uh, uh, fighters of us then not fighters, so yeah, so I've always uh, carried something uh, with me when I was out, when I was a teenager, when I was out there hanging out around that time or whatever like that, but yeah, she, I, yeah, so I booked her ass, so gave her face, I know there was blood, I don't know, I've taken so many times, because I don't, I wasn't, my dad didn't teach us how to just hit with one hand, just keep it moving, you know, we, we used both hands, but my right arm was definitely more sore than my other arm, because I was using that a lot more to, to rip up her face, I mean, to punch her in the face is what I mean, but yeah, so she came around with her friend, so I had, you know, I, it's just like you gotta earn your respect at this point. You know what I mean? You gotta just let motherfuckers know, hey, look, don't bring it over here. We can be cool, but don't do not do it. Don't try it. Because I will do what I gotta do. Because, like I said, my dad told us there's no rules, no games, and no games, and no rules in fighting. You can do it the way you wanna do it. You know? And I didn't use stuff. I still, you know, 
My father told us how to box. See, I wasn't the one that participated in karate. My other sister and brothers, they did a karate with him and stuff like that, but I didn't do it. So I was probably more interested in, in the boxing and and uh, using the uh, karate moves to whip stuff and to hit people with and all that kind of stuff. But I didn't care too much for all that other stuff. But yeah, he did teach us um, how to fight. So at that point, I was just made up my mind. I'm not going to have anybody, you know, hit them inside. Whoop TC's ass and, you know, got respect, I guess, out the neighborhood. Ain't had no more problems um, with that. And I remember Delicia coming up, still trying to call herself start something. I think it was 13, probably going 14, whatever. I said what I had to say and walked away from her ass. I was like, girl, please, I know you ain't about that life. Don't even try it. You know, they tried to boost her up. I was like, no, don't do that because I like her. We were friends. But yeah, some of those things I remember, that was just a few things I remember uh, coming up, uh, going through the times of uh, just getting into me, but um, during those times I had those things on my mind a bit, so I said, let me get, talk about my, um, how when I was 15 years old, what I was probably doing when I was 15 years old, opposed to um, uh, everything else that I wanted to talk about as far as being 15 or whatever like that. So it's definitely a, de- a test trial and error uh, age. And that's what I was doing, test trial and error and everything when I was 15. I still was very inquisitive and asked questions and stuff like that. And if you brought it my way, you know, um, my mother at this point had told me how to rewrite and raise people with words. And then always got to be cussing and, you know, neck jerking and doing all that other shit. But I was learning to be cool about who I cussed out or if I had to get on them because they may have done something that I didn't like at that age. Like I said, I was big on respect right right about then. And I was rather from males or females. If I had to fight you, that's what we had to do. So that's what I did. But yeah, when I was 15, I was a pretty chill person, but I still was, you know, a damn fool because I wasn't, you know, respect, um, but I was rebelling towards authority with my parents, and I shouldn't have been doing that. Um, That was around the time I did, I was living with my mother then, and I probably was babysitting my little sister Tiffany then while my mother didn't work, um, taking her with me and all that kind of stuff when I was hanging out with my um, my friends, but I think I was 17 then, because that's when me and Lisa met. So I still was doing this. I've been taking care of my sisters and them since I might as well been since um they came back to live. Well, well, it was before that anyway. I know I was 12. Still going to get them from school and stuff like that. Not sure, but, you know, most of my, you know, my time was taking care of them when I was young with um, Tiffany. It was Curry and Tiffany, you know, going to get them from school and stuff like that. And I love all Now that I think of all that little stuff, it made me stronger. It made me, you know, more focused, organized, detailed, orientated. It kind of made me the person I am today. You know, we already little reflections of our mother and fathers. We are. And my mother was very mature in business and, you know, she's very smart and all that kind of stuff. So, I mean, we just did every little thing we seen her there. You know what I'm saying? So, that's all it was. And we did. We was in love with our mother um, at a young age. So, that she was like there more for us. Our father was there for us, but she just had to build up her trust uh, back from him, you know, from the little incident they had, she had to build back up her trust. But she then she found that, you know, okay, it's okay to have them around, you know, their dad. And she never kept the, us out of his out of um out of his life. She never, you know, did stuff like that. So, yeah, I thank God for that. After everything, I wouldn't take nothing back from that. From what she did at that time. 
But yeah, um, 15 years old, I just was pretty much very inquisitive about everything. Then I worked, of course. My mother had me working at the age of 14. I was in the Marionberry Stay in School program. I had well, all my federal government jobs and all that kind of stuff I was experimenting with. Like then and there, I guess, deciding what it is that I would probably want to do in life. I know I like customer service, um, stuff like that. But um, I guess that's where I learned then um, from being 14 and 15 and my mom having me working and stuff like that. And I was in the Manbury Stand School program. And Manbury was a good man, by the way. Um, he was a, pe- a person for the city. So, you know. He 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 fought and he rapped for the city for better education, uh, better jobs, better independence, you know, stuff like that. So yeah, I was in the Manbury DC Stay in School program. I sure was. That's when you lived on Harper Street, Southeast, I think. And I was hanging out then around me. So I was getting high too. Now I'm, I ain't saying stop stop doing that. <laughs> I was still getting high for weed. I wasn't nothing else. I be doing a little drinking every now and then, but I ain't really like drinking too much or whatever like that. I've kind of paid attention to my dad. I can speak to that shit and then snowing all out at night and shit and scan us and we got think monsters in our room and shit because he ain't snowing so loud from being off alcohol and shit like that. So <laughs> I wasn't really too much a, a drinker uh, when I was uh, 15, <laughs> 15 years old. I didn't pop into any of that. Um, until I was a little older, and I popped into stuff like that now, when I was doing that, but I still was getting high, and very, like I said, inquisitive and big on respect and things like that, and just basically having fun, I mean, that's basically what I was doing, having fun, I mean, um, I, you know what, I, I really gotta get with my mother and ask her some questions now that I'm sharing my world with you all, um, that uh, my teenager that I love so much, and I tell you, it's a truly understanding to it. It really is. It's just people just take the time out to just listen and just, you know, it's a true understanding to everything. Just as parents watch little babies and they make us laugh with their little honesty and things like that. It's all a process, you know. Father God and Mother Nature did an amazing thing when He made people. I mean, just gotta pay attention. And that's what I've learned. And like I said, doing inquisitive and inquisitive as I was. <laughs> 15 years old, I was still working. <laughs> she said, you ain't want to go to school? You will work. So I was working and taking care of my sister. And like I said, I'm not mad at my mama. I do not take one, I would not take one thing ever back. Only thing I probably would do is just go ahead and go to, uh, go to school, walk across, go to prom, do all that nice little cute stuff, you know, they did to get out of school. And that's the only thing I would do over. <laughs> other than everything else, no. <laughs> everything my mom and dad told me on from there, yes. It helped me, you know. I might not have done anything with it in time, but hey, time is, you know, time can be everything at some point or sometimes, should I say, time can be everything <laughs> sometimes. But I do, I do love my teenagers, and I do believe that, like I said, they have a divorce, a divorce and they deserve to, to, to defend themselves. You know, the reason why they do the stupid shit they do. And um, that's why I'm sharing with um, my with this podcast, um, talent, um, Traveling um, Talents Ministries, um, Talk to a Team. That's why I'm doing it because, I mean, you know, everybody has a story. And if everybody just learned that we all have something to offer and teach each other, then we'll be okay. 
But yeah, I'm trying to figure out some more things I was doing when I was 15 because I'm trying to remain uh, as authentic as possible still, too, with my show. I don't want to be fake. Um, I don't like that. I feel furry, and that's another thing at that age I stayed away from. I ain't get into no fight then. I think I got into a fight with this big fat girl named Mimi on um when I was sitting on Harvey Street in Southeast when I was 14 or 15. I think I might have been 15. I don't know. Um, that's when I experimented with uh, was I, what did we, I think I lived around there, so we moved to Oxford Village when I was 16, so before that, it's, it's amazing, because I think before that, I had experienced, it had to be, because that's when I did that, but anyway, I got so high one day, I think I was 14 or 15, we down there, and I used to be friends with this guy named, um, Daryl, I believe he lived in Berry Farms, like that big, greenhouse on the left is when you come into Berry Farms, when you actually come into Berry Farms, the right street, not the other back street. It was a house house. It wasn't no projects like this um, Berry Farms. Anyway, and I thought I saw my mother walking down the street, and I was so fucking high, I passed the fuck out. I was like, that's my mother. I think that's my mother. And I said, I want to see me high. Well, I was dressed up cute. I still was cute now. I ain't, I ain't, I ain't play that. I was... Yes, every day. I'm like, yeah, you, there's got to be no other way. I mean, you know, you out of here, you out of school doing this, that, and the other. You ain't no, no reason for you to be dirty or or people think you're stupid just because you're not in school and all that kind of shit. I ain't even paying attention to that because when I know the key, pay attention to all directions. You'll get it. Yeah, a lot of things I told myself started when I dropped out of school. And it started when I dropped out of school. I started teaching myself. So, watching people can be an amazing thing, guys, because they can teach you what to do and what not to do. Yes. Maybe some of us that paid that didn't pay attention, and some of us that did. And some of us only paid attention when they felt it was deemed necessary. So that's what I say. Well, let me tell my story out here before I start, you know, asking questions or, you know, getting into therapy or remedies for better life and better living at a teenage uh you want to have like a positive goal and i like to get my feedback from my audience um because that helps with what to talk about that helps with what we can work on that helps with health because i do i mean h-e-l-p help because i do plan on opening i would like to uh open up a, i would like a youth center with all the trimmings i mean everything that a youth center is supposed to have in it everything don't know how i'm gonna do it but god guess what I ain't gonna worry about it because my daddy got me. All I gotta do is listen to him. So yeah, I don't know how I'm gonna do it, but yeah, I want that. So pay attention. It's fun. I love my teens. They they just you know even though I don't know you guys yet or don't know you yet I don't know what's become of this. I just figured if I just you know I don't know if I had so I wanted to share mine too. So yeah. at that time that's when I started planning to you know just because I came out of school I don't have to be a dummy. You know, you don't have to be stupid. No, it's always paying attention. Nothing else. Pay attention and be aware of your surroundings. Always be aware of your surroundings. Because at that age, you know, you're very vulnerable. Like I said, at that time, I still was turning stuff. You know, when I moved back, I think I moved, when I moved my dad, it was before I was 12 or something like that. But I know I ain't stay because I think I stayed two years and that was it. Back when I was 14, I was 14, I've been there and staying with my mom. 
So, oh, I want to get back to the story while fighting a girl, Nene. I don't know why she wanted to fight me. I was about 15. I don't know why she wanted to fight me. But she tried to pull me. I guess I was getting the best of it because she tried to pull me in her house and beat me up. And I don't know how, but I didn't make it inside of her apartment. She really tried to, you know, get me in there so she didn't, you know, da 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 blah, blah, blah. And then I got into another fight up um, down at the end of Harper Street when my auntie Renee lives on the end of the corner of the other street. And that's that apartment building. Her name Pam. Her and her mother tried to bring me in her house to fight. She we was fighting in all way, but then she gonna try to bring me out. My my, my goddamn second mother, Renee, grabbed my collar. Hmm. You should have seen that yank. I tell you, they was trying. And she threw some blows. I was like, oh oh oh, shit. okay, let me find out. Yes. She down. She told what they was trying to do. You know, trying to get me in the house so they can really beat me up and all this. I don't know why she wanted to fight me. Yeah, so most of the time I was doing some fighting and, you know, a little bit of revolutionary things and things like that, you know, had to, you know, do myself, but I still was paying attention, I didn't know if it was jealousy or not, but yeah, 15, 15, yeah, so, I mean, watch, look, listen, learn, my youth, Watch, look, listen, and learn at this age. This is uh, me. I'm sharing my story with y'all. Something that I want to do. So and I figured I'd go up through the trenches like this and just plan to organize my team, uh, my, my show, um, building my audience first. That's what needs to be done. My audience needs to be built first. I need to talk to my team. I need to tell you, you know, so I don't have no problem with it. I love doing it. My dad loves talking to me. I'm still watching the tech show. <laughs> like I said, trying to keep up with the times. Father God, thank you so much for allowing me another day to be productive. I ask for your safety, Father God. I ask for your courage and wisdom and knowledge and know the difference and that this teenage show grows into what uh, you want it to be and expect it to be, Father God. And I'm your host. Traveling Tyler Ministries presents Talk to Us Team, Terry J. And remember, guys, I love God, loves you, and so do I. I'm sorry, I will return. I will be back. But thank you so much for listening. I will be back with you this weekend. Oh, this is fun. Oh, my God. It's getting funner and funner, guys. All right, well, I'll talk to you later. And remember, God loves you. So do I. Peace.